Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson and today we have another special guest and she's going to introduce herself. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here. I'm Lisa Opie and I'm the founder of This Guy Swimwear, Beauty by Lady Code and The Lady Code Shop and of course a former Miss Nationwide and a couple other titles that I'm excited to talk about. Awesome. Let's jump right into it. So how we got connected was through the Nationwide pageantry. I had talked to Troy a few weeks ago. He's been on the podcast and we had such a great conversation. So I started diving in deeper, like who have these past queens been so I can talk about them and figure out who they are and kind of see where they've gone in life. And I came across you and you have such an amazing and unique entrepreneur background that I think the listeners are going to be so excited to hear. So let's kind of dive into that. What did after winning Miss Nationwide and kind of going on in your career, what happened? What is your story? So I'm going to take it back a little bit and I'm going to make this long story long because it's a lot, but it's going to be interesting. I competed for Miss Teen Virginia United States in high school because I was bullied and I just wanted to prove them wrong. I was like the best way to prove people wrong is to like show them I'm pretty. That was just my mindset back then. So I did this pageant. I never placed, but I kept competing in Virginia and the director was like, Lisa, you're way too ethnic for Virginia because I'm half Japanese. So I do like not from Virginia. And he told me to do um, American Samoa and go at large to Miss United States. I was so poor. I was like, I don't think I can afford like $400 for an entry fee, but I'll swing it somehow. So I figured it out. I made my own swimsuit. I like revamped my prom gown and made my evening gown. And I told the judges about everything that was going on. So I ended up placing and placing and placing. And I was like, oh my God, it's on stage question. I was not ready. You know, being a bullying victim, just there to have fun. Um, So I blew my onstage question. I walked off the stage, like honestly, the most horrific moment of my life. Um, But then the director called me like a week after the pageant. He was like, Lisa, um, first of all, your onstage question was horrific. But second of all, I heard you made your own swimsuit and I want you to make me 800 swimsuits and be the official swimsuit sponsor from Miss United States for the next three years. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? So it was like a Cinderella story because I went from like not being able to afford a swimsuit to having this whole like brand. So um, that's kind of where it started after that pageant. um, I somehow found Miss Nationwide and I love that it was online because I'm just more confident on video than in person. So um, it was the best pageant. I feel like they were ahead of their time because it was virtual, you know? That's perfect. I love it. That is such a great, like, kind of like a revenge story almost. I know, right? So when you decided to make your own swimsuit, what was, like, your thought process? You were just like, I can't afford one? Or you were just like, I just want to be different and creative? I definitely couldn't afford one because this was, like, you know, the Jamie Shaw days. Jamie Shaw is very expensive, So I actually borrowed $17 from my fiance. Like that's literally how broke I was. I had to borrow $17. He's my fiance now. He was my boyfriend back then to buy a yard of fabric. And luckily swimsuits don't take up that much fabric. So I made my first bikini. It was a white one, (laughs) but it got me through and it was cute and the judges liked it. So that is so awesome. So back then they asked you for, to make all these swimsuits. What was that like initial like emotion? Were you overwhelmed or were you like, holy crap, like I just kind of made it. (laughs) It was mixed emotions for sure, because I was definitely still broke at that point. Luckily he bought the swimsuits at cost. So, um, he paid for everything. So it wasn't really that hard to start it, but I did need like, you know, a little bit of an investment. So My fiance invested in the company where he got 51% ownership and 
you know, I'm just going to tell you guys, like, don't ever start a business with your partner because I gave that company to him. I was like, it's either the swimsuit line or a relationship. And, you know, just take the bikinis. Like, I'm going to be fine. I'll start another business. So I started two more. What other businesses do you have? So my favorite business is where I get to be creative and do hair and makeup at pageants. I'm going into celebrities now, so that's really fun. And then the other one is the Lady Code Shops. So I started making cosmetics and I love them. Have you had a big celebrity that you can talk about that you've done their makeup for yet? Okay, this one's a guy, but you know Casey and the Sunshine Band? I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah? Yes, I was in high school. One of my teachers literally called me Casey and the Sunshine Band because my name is <laughs> Yes. What? So I did Casey's makeup for his latest music video twice. Yeah, I was so starstruck. Like, I got to go to his house. He has, like, a wall of, like, Grammys. And he's the nicest person ever. He has, like, two cute golden retrievers. Like, the best person to work with. So now he sends me clients. Like, he'll send me, like, Real Housewives and things like that. So mostly TV. It's fun. How did you get in contact with him? Like, how did that happen? I met um, his stylist through another job with a pageant makeup artist. And he just reached out to me and was like, hey, I have this job for you. And I just went and doing the dancers because Casey didn't trust me. He's never used me before. So I was just doing the backup dancers. But then the makeup artist bailed. So he was like, hey, you're doing my makeup now. And I was like shaking. I was like, oh, my God. First of all, I've never done a guy before. So I was like, I don't know how to do a guy's makeup. Do I like contour? Like, what do I do? <laughs> he definitely wanted contouring. He was like, please, like, snatch my jawline. So... That is so awesome. You're like, I'm not sure how to do your makeup, but we're about to make you look amazing. I faked it till I made it. I was like, yeah, of course. I got you. <laughs> that is so awesome. So going back a few steps, you did mention that you gave the swimsuit company to your fiance. What did anything else come out of that swimsuit company? Has he made it something different or is it still just what it is? Um, yeah, I think he's made it pretty great. I'm trying to think like what he does. He does like an annual um, swimsuit show during Miami Swim Week, which is really exciting. It's like my favorite day of the year for sure. It's so fun. And then he also is going into activewear. So he's doing the official fitness wear for New York and Maryland. And then I think swimsuits for a lot of states like we've had California, Florida, Indiana, they're very pageant based. Yeah. Awesome. I might have to check that out because I definitely need a new pageant swimsuit in the future. Yes. Yes. But okay, so you talked about you also have uh, Beauty by Lady Code. What kind of transpired that? Like what made you want to start getting into the makeup world? Um. Well, again, from being broke, I had to learn how to do my own makeup for pageants. So it really was so bad when I was competing. Like it looked really bad. But people complimented me back then because I guess it looked good for the time. So they're like, teach me how to do makeup. Like, your makeup looks amazing. So I was like, I should start a YouTube channel. So it started on YouTube. I did the makeup tutorials, the product reviews, like, cringy stuff. But it got me to where I needed to be. So um, I guess through there, people started reaching out to me. And they were like, can you do my makeup for prom? I'll fly you out. And I was like, oh, my God, I can make a killing off of this. So I just, you know, reached out to some pageant people. I was like, hey, like, can you just put my name out there for makeup? And just one thing led to another. I used to beg girls to let me do their makeup for free. Like, I would just go to pageants. I'm like, can I just please do your makeup? Like, let me do it. And they looked so good. So people started booking. 
That is awesome. And I had seen, I don't know if it was Louisiana or Alabama. What you had. Definitely Louisiana, Jordan McKee, the brunette with the blue eyes, right? Oh, she's so pretty. My head. No, yeah. So I saw that photo and I literally, I bought the eyeshadow palette. I was like, yes. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Done for me. I was like sold. Like I have, like I work for a, like a makeup artist, Corey King, and he's from South Carolina. Oh my God. And yeah. so I like, and I also work for Holt Avery, who's another, he's like a new photographer in the past like two years. Like he's amazing. He does all my headshots, but, um, like I, you know, I'm used to their, like what they had, like use these products, do this thing. And then when I saw her makeup, I was, I was floored. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I was like, I need to find out who did that. And so that also went in line when I got in touch with you through Troy, I was like, wow, this is like ABCD perfect. All lined up. I was like, who I needed to talk to because that has been like you like my mom did not want to pay to the $1,300 to get my mar- my hair and makeup done at Miss South Carolina and it's very expensive and we didn't have like we had money that got us in the door like we did so much fundraising because we just weren't we weren't willing at the position I was in like I didn't have all the technique and skills early on in my pageant career and now it's like we like or back then we were getting really creative like we were you know buying stuff secondhand or using a prom dress like doing whatever we could and makeup was one of those things and I know for when I did South Carolina Teen USA you still had to do your makeup you couldn't have somebody else be in the back with you or like you had to get it done I like girls literally that I was like living with for like the weekend they slept in that makeup and literally just like potted it because they could not do their own makeup and so that was the thing my mom was like I want you to be self-sufficient. Like, you need to know how to do this. And I'm not paying $1,300 for a weekend. Like, no. Like, that's... It makes no financial sense. Like, you wash it off at the end of the day. So, no, I totally... Yes, and that's what she was like. You just need to learn how to do it. And so I did. Like, I went to... That's how Corey and I got in touch is... I was like, hey, can you help me with the makeup tutorial? Like, I just need help, like, knowing how to do my makeup. Like, I could, you know, do the normal foundation. Like, I knew the regular routines from just watching YouTube. But to get that next level, like, I was like, I just need to sit down in front of, like, an artist and figure it out. And so, like, back to that picture, when I saw that, I was like, how do I recreate this look? And so I was, like, looking at all of the, because it had all the tagged, like, what eyeshadow was used, what lip was used. And I was like, I was like, bye, bye, bye. I was like, I need all of this because, like, I have the Morphe, I have the Huda, like, I have all the palettes, all the foundations. I'm just like, but it was just a different, like, a more crisp look that I had never seen before. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is, like, you've literally cracked the code for this one. Like, it looks so good. Like, yeah. Have you tried the palette? Do you like it? No, I haven't. It's coming in. It literally told me today it was in transit. I was so excited. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. The colors are like so pigmented. Like if you mess up, you can go over it and it'll like cover it up. And the black is like black, black. Because when I was on YouTube, I would always roast like eyeshadow palettes and be like, this black is not pigmented. It's chalky. So now I'm like, wait, if I'm making my own black, it has to be the best black ever. So it's incredible. I'm so excited for you to try it. I know that's why literally like that's funny that you said that exact picture too because that was I think that was like the turning moment like it's it was in everybody's group chats like I know it was yes because it was on like my like the kind of like the Instagram for you page is where I saw it and I just scrolled I was like oh my god I just literally went to your Instagram and started just like looking I was like this is amazing like it was just such a different look like it was just like the fierce like almost like a like a revenge face like I'm here and I'm here Oh my gosh, yeah. And she was so fun. She just let me go in. She was like, 
I know you know what you're doing. So just do that and make me look hot. I was like, you sure? She was like, yeah. So that's what it came out to be. So sometimes, you know, if you have a makeup artist that knows what they're doing, just like let them do their job instead of being like, oh, I want to be natural. I want to look like the winner, you know, from last year. No, like let them make you look hot for you because that's exactly what I did with her. And she trusted me 100%. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Would you rather, you know, just do your own art? Like, let me do what I want to do. Or would you, like, like I mean, you just said it. But, like, when somebody, I feel like as an artist, like, when somebody's like, I want to look like, you know, the previous winner. I want to look like this specific look. Like, it's so hard because you're, like, now you're put into a box and you're having to, you know, you're, like, restrained. You're like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to have my creative, like, palette, basically. Like, I want to do whatever I want to do. Yeah, like my blank canvas, you know, and like do what I want. But I totally get it because it's a pageant, you know, so you have to be careful. But she was literally the one that just did not care. She was like, do it, like do your job. That's what I'm paying you to do. I was like, okay. Yeah, you got it. Say less. (laughs) Yeah. So do you also do hair or do you just do makeup? I do hair too. I actually learned how to do hair from Jen Atkin and Chris Appleton. And I learned with Chris in LA and Miami. So he does like JLo's hair, all the Kardashians. Like he's incredible and like the best teacher ever. Like I've learned so much from him. Do you have like a tip on how to do the best pageant hair? Mm-hmm. I think everyone already knows it, but that It Freeze It spray is like my secret weapon. The purple bottle. That like the one that has like the purple like illuminating pigments or whatever is like the best and I like to spray the hair down before I curl and then brush out the curls and then spray it again do you like using a curling iron or a wand I wand on a curling iron ah okay okay yeah I like wrap the curl around and then I clamp that little end to it so that the end curls too that is so smart oh my gosh I know I'm like sharing all my secrets right now Sorry, I won't I won't make you share too many. But going back for another secret, do you have like like a makeup secret? I know last year or two seasons ago on The Bachelor, one of the girls used like like literal baking powder, like to bake. Like, do you have any like weird hidden makeup secrets? Um, let me think. Not really, but I I like cake that stuff on like I really do and I feel like the best trick that I've learned recently it's like new I learned on TikTok is to like drench your face in setting spray to the point where it's wet and then take more powder on a beauty blender and then tap that wet setting spray into your skin and it makes it look like skin and you look like it looks like a filter but at first I was like these people are crazy but I have to try it because it's TikTok and they're usually right wow dang that's one thing what would your favorite like setting spray be I don't know if you guys have a setting spray but like what is your favorite setting spray I like the Chanel and I like Urban Decay and people love the Charlotte Tilbury but I hated it it ruined my life for like a week because I kept spraying it on my clients and I was like Charlotte Tilbury would never do any wrong um they were powdery and cakey and they were complaining about it and I was like I don't know what's going on maybe it's the weather maybe it's your skincare but when I stopped using that spray Everything was back to normal, so it was that spray. Wow. Dang. Yeah, that's the one big thing is, like, I'm always so scared. Like, <laughs> this is so bad. But when I was in middle school, like, I literally used to spray the mini bottles of hairspray on my face. Like, just, like, full-on coat it. That's the best way to go. <laughs> like, honestly, I do that, too. It was... 
Yeah, like, I remember we were literally in our middle school pageant, and the girl that had previously won the year before, she was like, yeah, it's the best thing. Shh, just, like, goes for it. And I was like, oh, okay, girl, like, I trust you. Like, you won last year. I must I must try. And so I did. And, like, literally after that, like, I would spray it, and my friends were like, are you psycho? And I'm like, no, like, I didn't, like, I just didn't, I wasn't makeup inclined back then. Like, I didn't think that was, like, like, I needed to go buy the water one. I was like, I can choose hairspray. It does the same thing. <laughs> no, like, honestly, setting spray is probably, like, hairspray in a bottle. Maybe they just put it in a spray bottle and, like, they're selling it to you for a markup. <laughs> it's the same thing. They're lying to us. They are literally lying to us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But going back to kind of the creation of Beauty by Lady Code, what... Like, what was your first initial thought? I know we talked about you really wanted to make those pigments really dark, especially the black pigments, because you had kind of, like, seen other brands and what they had done. What was your, like, main idea going in when you created it? So I started with Just Lashes. My YouTube was doing okay. I wasn't making that much money. I would have, like, a couple brand deals for, like, $1,000 here and there, but, like, not that much. But I was like, I need to find a way to turn this into, like, a money tree that just grows. So I just thought about, you know, products and lashes were easy for me because it's like a one size fits all. You don't have to do different colors. You don't need a formula. It was a really safe way to start. So I started with like a small batch of like 50 lashes, like everything that I could afford. And I put all my money into it and um, they sold out like the second I released thanks to YouTube. Um, my audience was amazing and so supportive. So that's kind of where I got more funding to keep that going. And one thing led to another. And now I have like a whole range of cosmetics. We're in retail stores like all over the country and even in Dubai. Wow. Okay. So I had read, sorry, cause you know, I'm, <laughs> I always do my research on people just because I like to, you know, like know like the deep dive stuff that they may not talk about on the service level it did say that on so I don't know what I was on actually I think I still have it up um oh this may even be yours lady code blog is this yeah, yours mine. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay so on there it said that you can speak like multiple languages you've been to almost all of the states and like almost like 30 countries or something what like is that just a big passion of yours to be you know like well-traveled and well-cultured or what is it yeah, so I'm half Japanese. So I would literally was born speaking Japanese and English. Um, I learned Spanish in college and now I live in Miami. So I learned Spanish with that and my fiance is Peruvian. So I have I had to learn and I'm working on French right now. So that's my fourth language. Um, and I'm just having fun. I feel like once you have like two languages down, it's easy to learn three and four. Um, and then with traveling, I just I'm obsessed. Like I love traveling I don't know if I'm like trying to escape something I might have like some kind of underlying like you know trauma that I'm running away from but I just love traveling and I just like whenever I'm at home I get depressed no I feel that I work from home and so the thing lately I'm like I feel like I'm so isolated it's almost like having COVID all over again and I'm like I, I was like I need to leave like I need to but you can go anywhere because you work from home <laughs> Yeah, I just I just take my laptop with me, have my work phone on. Like as long as I'm online and they can get in touch with me and I'm making all my dates and deadlines. Yeah. They're happy. They don't care, but I'm like I need to go somewhere. Like that is like my thing and so I know like in a few weeks my brother and my dad are actually going to walk um it's a 500-mile pilgrimage it's called the Camino. And so they're walking from um like the top of Spain to like the 0 mile marker. 
Yeah, and so it's 500 miles, and so they're like, and my oldest brother has already done it, and so my dad, yeah, and so my dad, he retired two years ago, and he was like, I really just want to go do this, like, this is something I have the free time to do it, might as well, and so my middle brother was like, I'll take off work, and so my middle brother was like, well, I'm gone, if you want to get away, like, he has an apartment right in Nashville, it's like super nice, and he was like, you can just go stay at my apartment, like, get your little, like, vacation time out there. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh, say less. I am gone. <laughs> like, I will be there. Like, say less. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Yeah, so I'm excited just to do something different. But along with traveling, have you, like, do you have a favorite place you like to travel to? That's like asking what your favorite kid is. Like, I don't have a favorite. It kind of depends on, like, what context. But right now, like, my heart is kind of, like, pulling me to Dubai just because I have like so much going on over there. Um, I'll probably be teaching a makeup class there this summer and, you know, just building a brand there. I feel like it's kind of the future. So awesome. What got you in like in connection with Dubai? Um, so first we started with investors being interested in a Vizcaya store in Dubai. Um, and then that kind of fell through probably because I left the company and men can't do anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but that just kind of was left hanging. And then I had a friend, she's actually from Scotland and she owns a salon in Dubai. And she was like, we need to like collaborate and like do something amazing because she does hair. She has a salon. I have the cosmetics. I do makeup. So we're just planning a makeup class right now. And she already carries my products in the salon. And it's a good one. Like they do all the hot girls in Dubai. Oh, I love that. That's going to be so exciting. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait to see that from like social media and stuff. That's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah. And with being, you know, almost this like celebrity icon at this point, do you think the influences you had from the pageant world definitely helped you become who you are today? I think so. Um, with So I started pageantry, um, you know, just for revenge purposes, for to prove my bullies wrong. But Um, Through the process, I realized how much better I became as a person just by preparing for the interview and getting your resume together to look appealing to the judges, preparing for stage. Like, I just got so much confidence out of it. And I realized, like, if you do a pageant, it's not about winning the crown at all. It's about who you become in the process and use that and apply it to your life and you're going to be unstoppable. Like, you can do anything. I 100% agree with that statement. That has been one of the big things. I had to fill out a resume the other day for a national pageant I'm doing in June, and it was what hashtag describes you. And of course, I'm going to use hashtag crowning moment because it's not about the crown. It's about the journey it takes to get there. And honestly, what happens afterwards? If you don't win that crown, what are you going to do? Are you just going to let that be the end all be all? Are you done with it? Like, oh gosh, like I didn't win. I'm sad. Like, no, like you have to keep on going. You have to keep promoting your platform you're excited about or just doing what makes you happy even without the crown. And so that was great that you literally like hit that one on the head. (laughs) Exactly. Like I've never won a pageant in my life. But I feel like I've won something bigger. So, you know, just know that God has a plan for you and just trust every single step of the process. Even if you're disappointed in that moment, like just know that it's because there's something better. Honestly, I would consider you like the swimsuit queen. Like I know you <laughs> gave away that company, but like honestly, like I feel like that from what we've talked about, like that was like the big break. Like that really was. It really the, was. Yeah. Like, it was the thing. And- that pushed it over like you're like wow like holy crap (laughs) like this is crazy no definitely and that was my first business and I learned so much through that like people make fun of the Kardashians but they had so many failed businesses but they learned from each one and that's why they're so successful now so if one thing doesn't work like don't stop keep going 
just learn and move on. So I'm really grateful for everything with Viscaya Swimwear. And that's what's making my current businesses successful. What has been your favorite either event you've gotten to do or something that had to do with your makeup company? Like what has been your favorite thing? Um, I got to teach a makeup class with the makeup director of Miss Universe. So that was really cool in Miami. He was a personal friend of mine and, you know, we just supported each other. So that was really cool. Our models were Nia Sanchez and Melissa, Marissa Butler, Miss Earth. So it was like a really big deal. And I felt like I grew a lot and learned so much you know even though I was teaching I learned a lot about teaching so that inspired me a lot have you been able to go to like any big influencer events yet or is that and I saw on your your Instagram that you had been obviously featured in like different magazines and been on tv but like have you done like one of those things that's been like your favorite trying to think like a really cool thing that happened was when I was on E Daily Pop and I had no idea they were talking about like using charcoal to whiten your teeth and they pulled up my YouTube video of me like whitening my teeth with charcoal and I was like that's me and I didn't even know people were texting me pictures they're like you're on E today and I was like what so that was really cool um another really cool thing I got to do um was host a supermodels unlimited show with Jordan Kimball from The Bachelor and Brody Jenner so it was like me and those two hotties I was like living my best life like totally fangirling but like playing it cool I was like yeah I'm I'm on your level yeah (laughs) I'm here I love that oh my gosh do you have like a cool I mean other than like the makeup you've done for Casey from the Sunshine Band but do you have like another person that like you've met like a celebrity you met that you thought was really interesting or somebody that you didn't expect them to be the way they were? Um, hmm. I do a lot of celebrities and I just like do my job. Um, someone recent that's exciting is Susie Evans. She just won the bachelor. I don't know if you win the bachelor, but she won love. She found her love. Um, and she's the sweetest girl ever. And surprisingly she speaks Japanese too. She lived in Japan for a while. I know. It's crazy. So um, she was really sweet. And I feel like that's one of my bigger girls that I've done recently. That's exciting. I know. I mean, of course, like I started the season because I knew Sarah Hamrick. She was also on the Bachelor season. Uh, She was a girl from South Carolina. She won uh, Miss South Carolina's Outstanding Teen. Well, in South Carolina, we can't use Outstanding because another title has that. But it's just Miss South Carolina's Teen. And I mean, she's the most genuine person. So I started watching the season. Then after I just got a couple episodes in and I was just like, I just can't do this anymore. (laughs) I felt like I was watching like the toxicity just like bubble up and I'm just like, come on, like the Bachelor like nation, like everybody was just roasting at that point. They're like, what are we watching? Like, this is crazy. But Susie from the get go, I was like, she's going to win. Like, you know, it's like winning, but I was like, she's going to be the girl. Like, it was just the way he would look at her, like the way she spoke. And I was like, and she's a pageant girl. Like, she's a pageant. I know. They love casting the Miss USA girls. Like, I've done Alea's makeup. I've done Mariella's makeup. I've done Victoria Larson's makeup. Like, all these girls. I'm like, oh, they're on TV. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Because, like, they're just normal people. Exactly. And that's the one big thing. That was another one of my questions I was filling out. It was, like, kind of, like, what's a defining moment was the question it was. And I talked about meeting Chesley Cress and having, like, those one-on-one conversations with someone at, like, this high pedestal that I held her on. It was just... She was another real person, like a normal person. Exactly, and it's Starbucks in the morning. Like she's yeah, exactly. (laughs) The same latte I had. Like it was just that, like meeting these like celebrity icons in like our eyes of like you're like oh my god, like this person is so and so. Like they're just this, this huge like they have this huge following. They're just a crazy celebrity, and then you're like 
they also eat, drink, and sleep as well. Like, they are just a normal person. And it's, you have to remember, like, to kind of, like, in my head, I'm like, okay, don't put them too high. Like, don't get nervous. They're just a normal another person. <laughs> so it's definitely one of those things is, like, kind of crazy that these girls are, you know, winning Miss Virginia USA and then turn around being on The Bachelor. And you're just like, wow. Like, it's crazy how many doors can open from being in the pageant world, too. Like, it is insane but going off of that I have one final question for you all right in what way has pageants positively impacted you oh my gosh I feel like this whole podcast was about how pageants positively impacted me like it honestly changed my life and I didn't really have direction before pageantry and this like just doing Miss Teen Virginia United States helped me turn my life around just because I had to build myself up and get my act together. Um, so I honestly don't know like what I'd be doing if it weren't for pageants, um, but I'm glad it's part of my life now. Well, I'm so glad that we could sit down and talk about this. I have been, I mean, so excited about this episode to record it. And again, thank you to Troy with Nationwide Pageantry. He really did come in clutch with this. I was so excited. And you're such a nice, genuine person. And I just want you to know that you are amazing. You're doing such amazing things. And people like me from random in the middle of no- like middle of nowhere, North Carolina, have seen your work. And I am just blown away. And I just want to say thank you again for being on the podcast. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna make me cry. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun with you. I feel like you're my twin with the YouTube and like I forgot what else we connected on but like we have so much in common. (laughs) I love it. And you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of the crowning moment. Bye guys.